Welcome to Litter Box, bitches! Unpolished and unapologetic. with another episode of litter box we're here with tina scotty and ally <laughs> we're gonna what'd you say ally i said here again of course might as well make you a regular give you a, give you a decoder ring and everything oh yay and uh, oh, we're gonna do something shit. special. <laughs> Scotty's the Pink Ranger. Uh, no, I wasn't the Power Ranger watcher. Well, I didn't watch. Okay, when we were stoned, when I lived in Pennsylvania, we watched Power Ranger because the live-action Ninja Turtle came on right after it. But uh. Only thing that was cool about the live action Ninja Turtles was when they fought the Power Rangers. But of course, the fight you. that's not a fair fight. I'd get my ass whooped. Well, it's fair for me. Well, it ain't fair for me. What's the difference? It's like two disabled people fighting. I put money on that shit. Me too. Me. <laughs> <laughs> As long as I can Time use my cane, I'm good. Fights. I'll use my I'm cane and I won't that. use my Walmart cane. I'll use my good cane. Nick, do you remember when TL had those bums doing stuff off the Wise Avenue Bridge for beer? Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> Are you eating chips? We had to hear that you you eating your chips and open no, I'm not eating. I'm not eating chips. I'm eating uh, a cookies and a Hershey's cookies and cream snack cake. Oh, well, we had to hear your rapper. <laughs> well, I'm glad Bishop didn't hear it. He'd be over here in a heartbeat. Of course he would. I miss. But his stink is. Oh my God! You don't miss him tonight. He's walking Ooh. around farting everywhere. His dog food. All right, so what's tonight's episode about? We're going to discuss single motherhood, and in your case, well, yeah, in your case, it would be single motherhood still. Um, We can have a measuring contest, and I guarantee you'll lose. I told you what his single dad was like. He found a wonderful woman to raise him. <laughs> <laughs> You met a wonderful woman and then how to raise them. <laughs> I had to raise a woman. Oh, bullshit. I've had a lot of men in my life want to lay me down and hardly any of them want to help me up. <laughs> That's not something that you say to your husband. <laughs> oh, my bad. Make sure you're buckled in your seat so he don't throw you out of the truck. Uh, Are you my husband or my captor? <laughs> You got you guys gonna pull up into a up to it next to a police car. Tina's gonna start hop banging on the window, hollering help. I owe him, so probably. <laughs> I think I'm scared of it. I wouldn't do that. Usually, I mean, I'd probably be like, nah, I better. Tina wouldn't do that because Scotty 
hand her right over to the cops and say, here, you can deal with her. Pretty much. They don't want to pay my medical bills either. Everybody be passing me around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, getting locked up anymore would be a vacation. I don't know. He says cheap, and I don't want to have to give up my carburetor. <laughs> so, Allie, as the newest single parent, what what is your experience so far? I mean, I'm still currently going through it as you. Um, and it's difficult. It's really difficult. What's it's the most really difficult part to... about it? Well, court. And that is not something I know how to really explain because it's just anxiety filled. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. The what ifs. You feel the need to protect your child if you're in a situation the same as mine. Um, it's just very terrifying. A lot to mentally process. Well, guess what? For something that was hard to, to explain, you explained it pretty well. <laughs> and uh, how many times have you went to court so far if you feel like talking about it? Um, it was once, but we came to an agreement, so we haven't really, and they're trying to get us to communicate, and we just do not communicate well. That's the... Well, don't communicate well, because he basically just pulled a total asshat move on you. Yeah, well, he is an asshat. I'm allowed to say that about my ex. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone has a to say that about my husband, right? Well, we, yeah, because we know he's an asshat. I've known him. All, first of all, just because, you know, there's some times when Tina's ass is on my head. Doesn't mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you literally have an asshat. Well, I've never been called a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Until today. First for everything. Oh, we're going to put some shit out there. Let's put some shit out there. <laughs> hey, whatever goes. As far as being a single mom, I think the hardest part for me was uh, realizing that I didn't have control. And that was the hardest part, I think. Uh, realizing that somebody could just, you know, not knowing the, the whole story and everything um, can come in and, and make a decision. And they can take your kids from you. Uh, they they know really quickly, and they you know, and it's not it doesn't even have to be right, you know. It's just something that you know, and it can be, it can come down to small town politics and bullshit on who knows who, you know. Um, and then you end up feeling like the whole world's stacked against you, and all you want to do is be with your kids, you know, as a single parent or even as a parent, you know, when you're married, all you want to do is be able to have time with your kids. You know, that's what we work for, right? Is to to raise them and give them a good life and to spend time with them and stuff. And, you know, I'm sure it's not easy to be the kid either and be fought over and stressed at that because you feel torn, you know, like you're not allowed to love that parent when you're with this parent and, and, and that. So a lot of I mean, I also have that experience of it, of being the kid that had to go through the court system for most of my childhood and having to go back and forth from parent to parent 
So I have the experience of being the child, and then I have the experience of being a single parent and going through that now. Go for me, bitch. <laughs> You're so, just getting started. You feel my pain. You feel my pain. How long were you a single parent, Tina? She I met me. But then again, it was all downhill after there's, that. There's, there's single and then there's single. There's doing it all on your own, working two jobs, you know, trying to. I didn't have a car. I remember at one point I was walking to work. I was walking to my morning job as, uh, you know, the opener at, Bur at uh, Burger King. And then I would walk home pick up Allie from daycare because it was near my house. I had to have, you know, I tried to set myself up. I would pick her up because it was right down like over the hill and then I'd walk to my trailer park, my trailer, and we'd get Jasmine off the bus. I would do dinner and homework and then I had to have a sitter um, and I was headed out the door to my evening job because I couldn't afford my bills. I didn't get enough help. I mean, they told me I made too much just working at Burger King, <laughs> making minimum Jesus. wage to get help. So, you know, the state standards of trying to help the single parents aren't really, you know. They're not realistic. They're not. They're really not. And, you know, to even consider a mom having to work like right now, Allie is working. And I don't know what she works, but if she had to pay a sitter, it would be almost pointless to work because you would have to pay that sitter hourly what you would be making, right? So then how is she supposed to live? Because you have to, you know, it's just a lot. You know? I was I, about, I was about to interrupt you because I can't get food stamps or help because I'm not 22. That's bullshit there. And because she lives with us, they said that she doesn't qualify for that. Like, she's not her own little family. But to me, she is. But that's just that the state really just finds a lot of loopholes. And, you know, and, okay, this is what's funny is, me being a single mom and I have it Medicaid or Medicare or whatever because I, you know, have all my autoimmune diseases. Um, when Allie turned 18, they divided us and turned her into an adult, okay, and said that she needed to apply for herself and I needed to apply for myself because we were no longer like a family. Even though we lived together, she didn't move right. out. You know, she still lived with me, but because she didn't. Uh, because she reached 18, she had to apply for herself and I had to apply for myself. They then denied me, even though I had all the medical problems, and Allie got to get it because of COVID and because she took some age. Now, you can divide it, and it's a, you know, she's her own person in that situation, but let her need food stamps or help so that we aren't stuck, you know, trying to foot that bill and trying to get her to bottom of the to go to work even six months old, you know what I'm saying? Like, a very shitty situation. Now she can, she's part of our family again, right? Right. Now... Right now, you know, she can't get that help until she's 22, but they damn sure was quick to tell her she was an adult at 18. Yeah. Now, when I lived there, and I did get food stamps, 
they didn't consider me part of that household. And, and, and they. It's funny to me. I, you know, I, I need to go to the, you know, where we're at and get it switched over. But that's some issues, too, because we have, you know, it's, it's just, there's always issues, things that you have to get, and paperwork, and lines that you have to stand in, because yeah. it's, it's just... It, they don't make, they don't make it easy for a single parent to get assistance, and then it, they, they tell you, well, there's assistance out there easy. for you. It's not even just the assistance. When we went to the courthouse to get custody papers to be able to put in, um, I like to go to court and file those papers. You know, Allie, single mom, couple of months old baby, talking about how do I be able to file this? Because you know, in the state of North Carolina, you cannot, you don't have custody of your kid till you go basically file that. Uh, so neither parent has custody and you need to go file that and then you have a battle where people aren't given over, you know, birth certificates and such good cards and all the other crap stuff becomes even more of an issue and lines and stuff to stand in. Um, but when you go to try to do the custody thing, they tell you to get a lawyer, that you need a lawyer. You can't just file them for yourself. You can't do a custody uh, petition or any of that. You can't file any petition to go in front of them. They just tell you to go get a lawyer. Now, who in their right mind can look at somebody that has a two, three-month-old, doesn't have a job, and has to move in with her parents, that she needs a lawyer? Right. She doesn't have to see her kid until she gets a lawyer. That's kind of ridiculous in the state of North Carolina that you have to file, and then they won't even let you file that without a lawyer. Not everybody has five grand to go shit out to get custody of their kid that came out their freaking ass. Yeah. You, you, you think it's... Yeah, you. It's like okay, this is my kid. I gave birth to this kid, but I don't have custody of this you kid don't because have I didn't. Of that kid, but you damn sure getting that hospital bill, ain't you, bitch? Oh yeah. For having a and... baby, but you don't have that baby. That baby is not yours. You have no custody of it until you go petition the state for custody, and then they will not allow you to do that on your own. Which. And then how many single moms and younger? parents even know the law and then until they get messed up into a situation where they go and there's custody and then mom and dad either one have custody and then they're just fighting it because whoever actually is holding the child is who has custody at the time how freaking detrimental is that to a child yeah it's snatched up like mom turned her back so you get to go with dad and then when dad turns his back mom can just steal baby out of the yard um while he's playing and take him home and now she has custody there's just there's got to be a lot done differently and the laws need to change with the times because back in the day i understand it automatically just kind of went to the man the women didn't have any rights you know bullshit uh, but now with all those different laws and the, it, it needs to change it needs to be updated because there's a lot of loopholes that can cause a lot of um problems and then you're only adding to the longevity of the arguing and the fighting between the parents who are supposed to co-parent because they have no real idea who has what and who's right and who's wrong in the eyes of the law and and, and these decisions are being made by people who make these decisions every day but yeah like like you said they don't know you they don't know your specific situation it's like, oh, well, they're all the same. It's like, bullshit, not every situation is exactly the same. No, it's not. Scotty bought for 
how many years? Eight. Eight years in and out, and we took so many L's, man, and we would lose out there. Sure, we would win. I mean, my God, how much did we end up paying in lawyers? Sure. Um, lawyers wasn't too bad. It was for the entire eight years, about uh, 25, 30 grand. But didn't didn't girl. they lock you up, Scotty, and then turn around and award you to kids for the same damn thing they locked you up for? Yeah. Kidnapping and then gave us, yeah. Like yeah. I said, the law, like I said, it really causes a lot more issues when you think about it. And these young kids don't realize the laws. You know, they just pop out these kids and, oh, we're going to be together forever. And then you don't work out that way. And then this kid is stuck in the middle of a tug of war and nobody, the law is for nobody. Right. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. I just want to say that what you said happened to me. And that's all, like, I legally can probably talk about because it's still, like, going on. But that that happened to me. That law, that loophole, you know, of taking kids up out of the yard, that happened. I mean, because there's no set law. The laws did not change with the times. And... It, you know, why should you yeah. have to petition the state for custody of your child? And then when you go to do said, you know, action, they tell you you need a lawyer. And if you don't have one, that means are you ever going to have custody of your kid? Who has custody? Right. You're paying, you know, you're claiming them on your taxes. You're doing all this thing. But you don't, clearly, you never have them until you go and well, file for it. Then in that case, I want my damn child support from the state. Yeah, right. It's like I mean, if I don't have it, custody know, of the kid and I'm raising the kid, you you motherfuckers owe me money. You owe me like foster money, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like say, feed this little motherfucker says, I don't get to get you know, <laughs> it's like, he ain't mine, he's not my kid, he's the state's kid. And then I have to shit out at least, you know, a $4,500 retainer for a lawyer to go and put something in for me. And they, they say that the system is designed to benefit the child and tell me how the hell all this bullshit is benefiting the child tell me how they don't have emergency custody in North Carolina. that's Something just crazy needs there mom needs to know something can go down and you're going to want to go and file uh emergency custody and they're going to tell you that you can't without a lawyer because that's what they told us and there has to be very special circumstances and sometimes then they don't want to give it to you so, I mean, but, you know, then you have to go around other avenues and find other loopholes to try to get, you know, what you want done. It's just, it's really something that needs to be more regulated. Um, and yeah. it's on to, like, and updated with the stuff that goes on. Because, you know, I'm all for dad's rights and stuff. You think that you're the better parents and you, you know, whatever. you That's cool. I, I don't care. It's to whoever can provide and take care of them. Um, but... It should be, there's something there for protecting the mom and the dad. Yeah. Give you an idea how fucked up the North Carolina system is. This happened right down the road from here on Preston Road about nine years ago. Mother had custody of the child. The courts awarded custody to the mother. Mother was a strong out crack whore. Father was fighting for custody, said that my child is in endangered, that the environment she's in is not beneficial to her. She is in physical danger being in that house. They, they, they sent child welfare services out. They checked out the house. They said this is a safe environment for the house. Two days later, the kid was killed in that house. Mm. That's how that's how fucked up the system is in North Carolina. Yeah, but 
uh, how did the child die? The mother's boyfriend. Like strangling her, shooting Be her? Beat the kid to death. Beat the kid to death. Well, that's really the, not an environmental impact. I mean, but it, the, the, the father, of, yeah, the father was saying that the people that come into this house, that they come and go, they're, they're are the worst of the worst. And this is not an environment that is safe for my child. Child welfare services said, nope, you're wrong. Father said, my child's life is in danger. My child is not safe in this house. The child died two days after the child welfare services said, well, there's nothing wrong. What's it going to do? Sue me because this shit's done settled and these are adult children. I went through that shit with my girls and uh, they basically took them from me and awarded their father custody. And I rolled up like five cop cars deep like two months later when I finally got the, somebody to listen to me because of small town politics. Um, you know, the small town West Virginia. And we rolled up and he, you know, basically had gotten caught drugs and was making drugs and shit in his house. It was busted. And the, and the court with a guardian ad litem, which is an attorney for the children, it's not for you, not for the you know, mom, not for the dad, it's for the child. What's the best interest of the child? What's what the child wants? Blah, blah. Um, and she chose to leave them with their dad. And I literally was back there to get them because they were in danger. You know, they were not safe. And the court had done that, but it's all about who you know. And again, the small town politics and and the bullshit, you know. Because anybody can fake the funk for a couple of days. It's just like if you um, military housing. I can live in military housing, um, you know. Okay, Scotty being in the Navy, we could live in military housing, and we you can be a mess. You can have bugs. You can have whatever you want in there. They're gonna send you a fucking letter and tell you that they're coming. You got time to clean up your shit and look like nice, you know what I mean? And, and be able to stay there. It's the same with the welfare and the courts. When you want to sit here and tell people that you're coming, it's easy to prepare. And right. The funk. But, you know, welfare, they have so many kids in the system. They go into houses and if you have bread and bologna, they'll leave those kids because they eat food. I mean, it's, you know, you can be a functioning drug addict and still keep your kids. Um, it just seems like some people have shitty luck, um, cause it's about who you know, maybe this family has more money than that family or whatever. And sometimes it don't even, you know, don't even come down to what's best for the child. It's about who you know, luck, you know, yeah. And yeah, small, like you said, small town politics. It's all really, it's really scary for children. I mean, there's a lot of counties getting in trouble because, you know, they put kids in the system too easy and don't want to give them back because they get money and all this other crap. So it's a really messed up system when you're trying to fight that, get help, and then also trying to keep custody of your children that you don't even, you know, they're not even born in your custody. It's just a lot. Then you got to feed them and everything else, you know, it comes along. Uh, it's not only uh, you going through this, this whole turmoil battling and fighting and trying to get help and trying to you know be good and you still you know run into the walls you know and you do all this all in the hopes that at 18 they will move out and that don't happen and that don't happen 
That's, be, that's because they can't afford to move out at 18. I mean, nowadays, I'm like, really, I really wonder how can anybody's kids and if afford to going out and living on their own because, you know, it's, it's too expensive. I mean, they might be able to live on their own, but they're coming to eat at your house. I mean, it's yeah. a guarantee. They're probably going to ask you for some gas money. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, Christ, especially seeing... Especially seeing if they're under 22 and they can't get food stamps because they're under 22. And live with their parents. <laughs> now see, it's because she lives with us. It's because she lives with us that she can't get help. But it's now not, what you do you know, is stick her. You know, my, my disabled husband and, you know, me to do that when they, they shouldn't be able to give her help. I don't know. Right. There's so many different fuck-alls. Fuck yeah, you know, basically. It, it, it's like, okay. You meet all the criteria, but we're not going to give it to you because you live with your mommy and daddy because you can't afford to live on your own. Well, it's because I make too much money. But how would they afford to be able to go out on their own anyway? Because they're going to need assistance then. Right. I mean, it's going to be no different. How are they ever going to save any money? I mean, Jasmine works her ass off, you know, all the time. And she, how can she save money? You got insurance car phone and this and that and then you know y'all live within your means every time you turn around your car you know there's just a lot i feel bad for him and then you know like Allie, i'm worried because she is a single mom and it's like it's hard that's why i try to help her as much as i can uh, you know i think she's going through a hard time she's very blessed to have you know parents and siblings that really care and try to jump in and help her and what about the people who don't have that system to fall back on that that oh, Alec yeah, had? I get a little mean sometimes with Alec because I'm like, girl, I, I didn't have that. I didn't have nobody. You know, I had a lot of people pitting, you know, put like they were basically against me, waiting for me to fail. That's what I had. Um, but I, you know, I also, it's hard. Because, you know, having somebody that relies on you and you need an adult. <laughs> and uh, when. Back, back to you, Tina. When you were, when you were juggling two jobs, daycare, babysitter, how the hell did you afford all that? I mean, what were you doing? Just skipping meals, picking which <laughs> bills to pay? Um, kind of. I mean, really, yeah. I did. I didn't have a car. I couldn't afford one. Um, so I worked and found jobs near me, and I was, you know, lucky that I had. Uh, worked at the one job and I moved close to it and then I got the job also at Burger King so I already you know I moved close to the one job that I had I just tried to be smart about it um, and then when I you know needed things or whatever I hated to have to ask anybody I'm very proud but you know it'll break you down Friday shit you gotta go to the grocery store because your kids are hungry and things. And I remember making dinner and not, you know, having set meals through the week. And Jasmine's little butt was always extra hungry, and I would give her my food and stuff. And then I would just try to sneak something at work or something because I would be so busy and the only one working in the kitchen. Um, stay busy. I would come home and have to clean up and do everything, and I go to bed and get up 4:30 in the morning and head out. A lot. And I didn't feel like I got a lot of good time with my kids. And my kids still saw me getting them, you know, in the morning, getting them ready, trying to come home and do homework and, and things like that. I was still trying to be present and there. And then weekends they would go 
to their dads and their grandparents and stuff. And I would pick up and work a, a longer shifts when I didn't have them. I'd work all day at the bar instead of, you know, just the evening. You know, do what you gotta do. Scotty was selling blood, you know. I bet you. Hey, that was, that was cigarette money right there. He had gas in the car. You know, drinks throughout the week. There you go. Maybe that's okay. what I need to do. They wouldn't take your blood. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can sell. Maybe I can sell it to some pharmaceutical company trying to do these uh, illegal experiments. The thing is, Nick, is you are an illegal experiment. They want no part of you. <laughs> they're trying to forget that you ever occurred but like we know we fucked this one up you're mean they're trying to get a hold of me they'd be like you want to be an organ donor Tina's like no I don't want to be an organ donor I want to be an organ receiver come on now give me the good shit uh, yeah yeah you're luck you'll donate your body to science and they'll stick you in one of those body farms and just wa- watch ants eat your body hey, that'd be cool too i wouldn't be like shit <laughs> She's allergic to the medicine that they give to you for lupus. So, I mean, her body, I mean, but the most one that they give you. No, most of them. They walked me through all of them, if y'all remember, um, and before we went back to the infusion, because the one insurance didn't want to pay the thousands of dollars for the infusion, so they walked me through all of them. The chemo. The chemo. Actually, I still take that. I'm talking about all the different medicines. No, but the, you took one kind and you really had a bad reaction. Oh, yeah, it was the chemo one. Um, Boom! Don't tell me I don't pay attention. What, what? Yes, the brownie <laughs> points right here. But they walked uh, me through a lot of the medicines and I couldn't take them because intestinally, I think it, you know, messed with me or that it would break me out. And it's, it was crazy. So, yeah, I'm allergic to a lot of the stuff that they try to get me. I have reactions to. You remember you remember how I used to get the real bad tremors in my hands? When I was on Zoloft, it was even worse. Hey, stay off the... Zoloft made me sleep though, but okay. stay off the crack. <laughs> we are getting off topic. We have one more person to ask the question to. Getting off topic, we've been on okay. the topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, what is it like you, because you as totally a single over, over Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't even know where to start on that one. I mean, I had, he's 10 years old and I had two years with him. And I'm not even on the birth certificate because... I, I don't know if I told y'all what she told me when she t- took him this last go round. She she told me that if if I even tried to come at, 
for visitation, let alone custody, but just visitation rights. She would tell the courts that I had molested her daughters. And did, I she, told, did she tell you that verbally or in writing? She told me that verbally. She's smart enough not to put the shit in writing. But she's vindictive enough. She would do it. I, and I, 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 with my whole heart, I believe she would do it. And them girls are so scared of her. Yeah, but see, I feel like to me, that's not going to work. Well, I talk. I talk. You come out trying to see your son, and all of a sudden she's going to blame abuse. I think, bitch, that's like crying wolf. You well, know what I mean? I have a friend. Well, the it's happening right now all over the all over the country 10 20 30 40 years later people are being convicted but i have a friend who's a lawyer and i talked to her well it's a friend of mine's wife but anyways i talked to her she said the lawyer in me tells you pursue visitation but she's but she said the friend in me tells you do not do it because you will lose you will lose you're a middle-aged man with very sketchy background You've moved around a lot. You've got drug and alcohol abuse history. You are the poster child of we are going to convict you just because we don't like you. That's not fair. Not necessarily. You know, you're innocent, it, it, so you're guys, guilty. You're exactly. Guilty until you prove you're in. That's you're innocent until you're. That, that's the. You're innocent until you're proven guilty, unless and then once, you're, unless and you then have a small the, white girl pointing to you and saying he touched me. Then you're guilty. No, because how many years has it been? And then they're gonna send them and make them go through counseling through you. Your lawyer, if you have one worth a damn, is gonna make them go through, through counseling and uh, subpoena that counselor. Yeah, but as long as you didn't do it. The, Fuck, put them through a lie detector test. But that's the thing. And that's the thing, though. Even (coughs) 11% of all of all convicted child molesters are innocent. And all and and everyone who's been convicted who, who is innocent has been convicted because a child has said he did this to me. Maury, Maury, Maury. So, I, I have a, I have a decision to make where I'm a hundred percent guaranteed that I'm not going to be innocently convicted of a crime, or I have, have option you have where to choose between her lying on you and you have to be like that. because, yeah, based on the statistics, if I were to go to court, I have a seventy-nine percent chance of winning. But I also have a twenty. Uh, I also have eleven percent chance of being convicted. And if I don't go to court, I have a hundred percent chance of not being convicted. Yeah, but sometimes taking and rolling the dice is worth it. See your sign. I have to agree. Yeah, but the fact that I every time I've every time I've been to court as an adult, I have lost. And every time I've been to court as an adult, I've been innocent. So I don't trust the court systems. I don't trust my luck with the court systems. I, well, I, I, I fight my asshole. I, I have too, and I've been con- I, I've been convicted of a crime that Merle committed just because Merle said he didn't do it. I they probably thought he was a Mexican. Yeah. 
Well, they should have convicted him for, for being Mexican then. And then you figure I went to, I, I went to jail and I went to court with TL and I, I went to jail for a crime that didn't even happen. I mean, granted, I, I was only in jail overnight, but still they locked my ass up for a crime that didn't happen. So that's one thing I am glad my sister never did. Much trouble she always got into. She didn't tell if she was mean. Ah, she did that to me. Oh hell, T T T T L used my name. I don't know how many times. And the only reason that ever stopped was he got arrested by a cop who I knew before he was a cop. And that's the only reason. I had to travel back from Virginia to show up to court to Maryland and prove to him that I was in the military in Virginia on my ship at the time that this occurrence happened. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go into court with documentation showing that I was working at the time TL got arrested, where I'd go in there and the, the arresting officer would look at me and be like, that's not the person I arrested. It's like, I know, that's what I've been telling you. It's not me. So I I just I don't trust the court system when it comes to me coming out on top. I just don't trust it. You more boys are crazy. I just want to put that out there blaming <laughs> each other. <laughs> Why? Well, it's not what us blaming mean, each other. Mom? It, it, it's it's a certain one who would get arrested and and use our names so he will so when he would go to court he wouldn't have to show up for court because they wouldn't uh, put a warrant for his arrest that. i don't believe that bullshit as far as you can throw me dick i know that you were doing shit too i know the well no brothers, I mean, everybody was doing shit here They're here's the thing here's the thing i here's the thing I have never been caught doing anything illegal and actually been to court for anything illegal that I did. I haven't been caught doing it. TL would get caught doing it and then use our names. Yep. But me, I, I'll admit my, my juvenile record was a mile long and I did everything on my juvenile record. That was all me. But as an adult, I got smart enough that I was not getting caught. Now, TL was dumb enough to get called, but he was smart enough not to use his name. He had a driver's license, a Maryland driver's license, with my name on it and his picture. He convinced the DMV that the picture they had on file for me was not the right person. And he got them to make him a driver's license with my name, my information, and his picture. How so, in the hell did you And then, oh, I took TL's ID with me the senior week. That's how I wound up with my LaBray pierced. <laughs> and, and, and Maryland won when, when this was found out. Maryland uh, DMV put it on me. They were like, "You did this." I was like, "How the hell did I do it when I didn't know about it till you guys told me about it?" I was like, I'm not the one who did it. I'm not the one who put his picture on my driver's license. Y'all did it. Or Rosemary. That is what I'm thinking right now. That's what I said. 
don't know half of me. She don't That's know half of me. That's even worse. She has had such a good relationship with God. <laughs> See, Mer Merle and T were dumb enough to get caught doing their crimes. And T was smart enough not to use his name. Merle was just, I don't know, Merle was Merle. He didn't give a damn. Smart or just didn't give a shit. I think it was he just. Don't give shit. Now just give my brother's name because I shit. Probably both. I kind I did my stuff. I didn't get caught, but I still knew what lines not to cross. Yeah, I had to parent myself. I've been a mom, my own parents, since I was a teenager. So I've been a single mom. I had a single mom myself. I mean, I've been on my own just as long. I was like 13. I've been on my own since 15. I thought he was younger than that, Scotty. No, dad finally told me to leave when I was 15. I started working before that. My thing is, is why didn't he ever learn how to keep saying that to all the rest of the fucking kids? <laughs> he didn't have telling you to get the hell out, but all these other ones never left. Why didn't he tell them to get the hell out? He did, but they came back. They didn't listen. I didn't. Like, okay. <laughs> I didn't come I'll back. Hear you. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You don't think I can do this? Watch me. I'm a stubborn asshole. See, I was on my own until I started having the seizures. That's when I came back home. That's when you were up in PA. No, it was uh, it was when I was when I was living in the city after PA. Oh. It it was when I was working at Ruby Tuesdays was when I started having the seizures, and that's when I came home. I remember that. I was just about to leave for the military. I will always think of you. I will always think of you on top of our rock out front or in the car. <laughs> you stole me a hundred bucks for that asshole. Take it out of my disability. <laughs> what the hell? Well, that's what it cost me to have the tow truck driver move the rock back in place. <laughs> Yeah. I do think that you have like shitty luck. Like, I yeah, know, I, I do. Luck, but then I think about you and I'm like, damn. How do you get on top of that? I think maybe you make some crappy choices. Like you're oh, yeah. Vegas. Yeah, maybe well. In, in my self defense, when I got married it's in Vegas, I was right. not sober. Well, that yeah, too. You know, they say what happens in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas. Not to bring out yeah, well, well, I shitty decisions. <laughs> That's some crazy stuff. Well, nobody yeah, well, it was the bright, brightest in the car. I mean, I tried to get Scotty to go off to take me to Vegas to get married there. I want to go back to Vegas because I I didn't get I didn't get to go to uh, Count's Customs. That's what you're doing to me. Yeah, well, I'm sorry I'm so boring. But isn't it exciting being a new mommy, Abby? It's very strange to have, you know, grown him inside of me for nine months. Well, eight and a half, because he came out early. Anyway. 
Um, sort of like aliens. And then you have, we have thing. Six, I had a six pound baby. He was six pounds, four ounces. So you had a bowling ball. Now he is eight months later, which seemed like a blink of an eye. Now a twenty pound menace that goes around screaming and like I love him. He's adorable. Like he is the love of my life. He ain't screaming in a bad way. He's just trying to talk. He's excited and happy, baby. Okay. (laughs) He pull your hair out and stuff. Like no, little boys are mean. Little boys are. <laughs> Scotty and Ben can tell you little boys are mean. They were little boys. You raised little boys. You know little boys are mean. No, it was like he woke, he woke up one day. And, oh, you, of course. The he grand, just picks on you. He just picks I make on him grunt. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he does that on his own when he's dropping a load in his diaper. When it, when he gets a little bit older, Scotty, you're gonna have to teach him to talk like Polly Shore. Oh, you don't think that's already in the plans? What's screwed up is he's already half the size of Allie. <laughs> he really is. It's crazy. <laughs> you're gonna have a six year old taller than you. Hey, it's okay. Can't eat in front of him. If you even, I'll get my coffee and come in there. And if he ain't had his bottle yet, he's looking at me like, excuse me. Why you got something? I ain't got nothing. <laughs> he's like, attitude. bitch, you better share it with me. Right, like, <laughs> he, like, he can do no wrong, but do you hear this? <laughs> yeah, he can. Because he looks at my plate and starts going, I go, back. I'm already starting to make I've stabbed my own kids with forks and knives and shit. Don't think I won't stab my grandson. Scotty, you will not stab him until he can stab you back. Well, they ain't better quit reaching. So you remember... You, Allie, so when you walk in the kitchen one day and him and Scotty are walking in circles with forks trying to stab each other and there's a piece of steak on the floor, just remember, you told him he couldn't stab him until he could stab him back. Oh, that's going to be funny. I hope he's a toddler and he stabs him right in the... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to... <laughs> I just want him to stab you. <laughs> I can tell he's going to be a handful. Allie is definitely going to have is he crawling? He scoots. He wants to walk. He will stand up. He don't like being on his belly in floor time. Like, he refuses. And maybe he'll he be like me. and it, it's funny. Allie was at work, and I sat him in his little playpen. And I sat him up, you know, because he's still wobbly, so he don't sit up unless he's in something. Because uh, he'll fall over. Uh, and I'm like, I set him up, and I set him up against the side, and I let go of him, and I'm still, like, bent over and looking at him, and he gave me a look like, excuse me, bitch, I don't do this. Like, uh, <laughs> like, what are we doing? This is not how I sit in this thing. Like, he was looking at me like, uh, and he would look down, and he'd look back up at me and try to keep himself steady. I'm like, we can do this. I like doing his pictures and stuff, but yeah. baby pictures. 
gets yeah. to do all the pictures. I like giving them and back got... to his mom. <laughs> you know, Scotty probably takes them just for the fact that he can just turn around and give them back. He's like, here, I'll take them. Here, it's your okay. kid. Okay. Scotty makes yeah. them cry and gives them back. Pop. That's his pop pop. And look, when and Scotty was sitting there one day drinking a Coke, and again, you can't have anything around him without him thinking that he needs those. So he was like, started busting at Scotty, and Scotty did not tell him no. He chugged his coat, put the lid on real tight, and handed it to him, and he was content as hell, thought he Scotty's pretending to be a hard ass. Yeah, because when he comes in, he's all dirty or something from work, and he'll, he'll want him, and he'll be like, I can't until after I take a shower. And now Drew gets a shower, like, but Tristan will stop, so he gets, he gets to sit with the pop-pop or hang out with him or get to do airplane or something. He's got to have that. And I've got a month till mine comes. Oh, boy. Oh, that's so exciting. You going to do your own little pictures? She has the thing. Yeah, you know it's gonna have the camera in the fucking delivery room. I've already told Stephanie I'm gonna do that. Oh, you sick bastard! I told her I was gonna have the camera in the delivery room. She she said she'd murder me if I did that. I'm gonna tell you what. Ain't nobody really wanna look at it when they're going through it. They'll let it later again. Like, hey, you remember? When you had that baby? Let I would that... love to see that again. Let's get out the picture. <laughs> And him crowning. Yeah, and the afterbirth. Yeah, let's get all that out. Oh, why'd you have to go to the afterbirth? Because it's fucking small. That's part of why you don't want to see it. Video and the pictures of you giving birth again because, you know, her vagina stretched real big and the baby was coming out. Okay, I just fucking hate you. My mind was not there. I was thinking like pictures of the baby. Why did you do that to us? Yeah, Nick, why? <laughs> why? Why not? But yeah, you know there's going to be a lot of pictures of him. I have and, uh, so Alex. much to give you. So much clothes to give you. I have to get up there when I actually get my vehicle running. Yes, yes, you do. I need to see you. You know, uh, I, I pointed this out to Destiny the uh, last week. There's Jackson, there's Tristan, then there's going to be Easton. All their names end with the same sound. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Is that going to be your one and only, Allie, or are you figuring sometime down the road, like another 15 years, you might have another? Only right now. Like, I can't even imagine having another child, like, at all. Because, you know, there's, there's, there's those 
parents who have one and it's like, oh man, I can't wait to have another one. And then there's those who's, who have one and it's like, okay, I'm done. This is it. No more. Like with mom, she had Jasmine and me and she always says that Jasmine was really mean and that I'm lucky I'm here <laughs> because she's just hell on wheels. I'm, I kind of feel like that right now. <laughs> like I couldn't <laughs> see my having another one because I already have my like little hell on wheels and I love um, him. There will not be another one. That is the correct answer. We would talk like years down the road if I were to have another one. But I just... And, and I years down the road, the, as long as you have your own place. Okay. You guys didn't have to parent me what, where people will hear it, but like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna be a parent. I mean, I it was years. Okay, okay, loves. It meant years down the road. We can stop. Nothing's happening. Don't call me love. Don't tell me what to do. I'll love call you an ass. I'm not gonna call you an ass hat though. Remember, your mother's the ass hat that Scotty wears. The visual, uh, the visualization. If wore it more, I probably wouldn't be such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, because what I want to say. Well, I want to hear what you want to say. I mean, we can go with Cause I, I, nickname. Uh, I got a nickname I could call her and tell her if she did that more, I'd be, I wouldn't be such an asshole. Well, no, Scotty, no matter what she... Lots of those in the beginning, and you were the biggest dick I've ever met. I was going to say, Scotty, no matter what, you're going to be an asshole, because you, you, you flourish and you thrive under the banner, the banner of the asshole of the family. The yep. shoe fits where it would pry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess it goes back to where dad, when dad would tell us, if you're going to do something, do it right or don't do it at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just do it shitty so nobody asked you to do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like washing now, dishes. <laughs> So is that what you do, Scotty? You you half-ass the dishes so you don't have to do them? Oh, no. No. Yes. There's other things. <laughs> he'll, take, he'll take forever. Like, him and his sons are, are the same as that. Like, get him in there doing dishes. It takes, like, an hour to do some shit in there. And I'm like, I could have did that, like, 15 minutes. Move on. But they drag it out. Like, it should not take anybody that long to do dishes. And they make it like an all-day thing, just like fold laundry. He can fold basket laundry in two hours, maybe. Ah, uh, I'm I'm notorious for I that like one too. Laundry. That's in case there ain't a fitted sheet, and that's gonna throw him up. It's whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> First of all, if it's my laundry, I'm fine with folding it. Y'all's laundry, I don't know who the hell fits who. I, I don't. Well, you you you, you figure. Looking for yours and Derek's and Alex's when they're all largest. You you figure Allie and Tina's gonna wear different sizes. Nope. No, Allie will wear Tina's pants all the time. 
They gotta be dragging on her ass. Dragging on the know. floor. They don't. Your legs are They're the same size, me and mom. So well, damn, it's she rolls the same them. Height. She rolls them up. <laughs> any pants on me. What do you mean? She rolls them up, what, 15 times each leg? Uh, not too bad. Because, you know, I, I thought about getting her platform shoes for Christmas. I did. They do have platform all-stars. Get her a pair of the platform all-stars. I want, no, I want to get her a pair of platform Barbie shoes. Go they to Hot Topics, get her a pair of the Doc Martens and with the platforms on them, and she'll be six inches taller. I mean, I got her a pair and made her like a couple inches taller. You couldn't even tell. They look normal. They like. <laughs> made, I want taller. Topics. No, she's clumpy as hell. She, she don't need no damn heels. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, if you get a if if you get a pair of platform Doc Martens, I'll get a pair of platform Doc Martens with you. Don't lie. Might as well just pull yours out. <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll pick mine out of the closet. Wear his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look better as a set, y'all. Stop it. <laughs> Hell, I don't even need platform Doc Martens. Well, you don't need to wear Doc Martens at all. Okay. I got a I still got two pairs over there. Uh, I had a pair that I wore for work and my dress shoes. The bubble shoes? What are those? No. They look like the orthopedics. They're like... Moon shoes. Moon shoes. Moon shoes. No, those were the shoes that had like many trampoline in them. So when you walked, you kind of bounced. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely don't need to be wearing a pair of shoes like that. I'll just, I'll stick to my uh, cowboy boots. We suck at sticking to topics. Yeah, that's the whole point of the show, to see where the uh, subject, where we go. That's it. (laughs) That's what people love about the show, I guess. How many viewers do you have now? Four. Uh, (laughs) yeah. As many people are on it. (laughs) Woo! Making history, y'all. Yeah. Hey, we've got. We may not have a lot of listeners, but we got loyal listeners. I can see it. Because like I, I get. 50, then making like a Beavis and Butthead out of these litter box things. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine how they would draw me. <laughs> Why? When you describe me, I can only imagine how they would draw me. <laughs> They'd probably draw me as a stick figure with a belly. And a hunchback. And a crooked neck. Yeah, that. Um, I'd say you are... If they would take a look at Disney's Notre Dame. Oh, and my. Pull, <laughs> and pull that... Except the hunch... Yes. And now... No, no. So I always you figured I looked more like Ichabod Crane from the Disney, uh, the cartoon. No, no. So you just stick with the Notre Dame one, and the priest from Notre Dame and the bell ringer. You combine those, and there's Nick. Okay. I kind of see it. 
And that's what just makes it so much worse is Allie's comment. I mean, here's yeah. and, uh, when I was in when I was growing up, people would call me Lurch. Lurch. Yeah. Um, the Butler was it on? Was it on the Adams, Adams family? Yeah. 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 When I was growing up, people called me Ham. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see, I I I could, I could see I Tina when she was growing up having her hair in pigtails and people thinking that she was a uh, Pippi Longstocking. She thought that before. People have actually told her. <laughs> I did Pippi one year for Halloween, and everybody thought I was fucking Wendy's for Halloween. <laughs> right I was like, okay, I'm giving away my age because nobody knew who the fuck Pippi was. I'm running around with my patches and my little monkey and my hair stuck out on like a wire, literally sticking out. I was catching people who were like, and people thought I was Wendy. Oh my God. So that was a T-toe. So that was a T-toe. I try to think about me in part two. And I just think, what's the mom of Rick and Morty? The horse doctor. Yeah. Horse surgeon. Horse surgeon. For uh, for Jackson's birthday, and Destiny wants me to dress up in all yellow and be the uh, man in, in the yellow hat from uh, Curious, Curious George. George. Only yeah. if Destiny's the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's. She said it's a curious. It's a curious Jackson is the theme, so I guess that makes Jackson the monkey. Oh, that's gonna be cute. And Scotty's like, yeah, I'm gonna come just so I can make fun of Nick in the in the banana suit. No, I'm gonna bring a monkey costume and make Destiny put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think she'd like that too much, which would mean you'd want to do it even more. Exactly. Cause. As the song that Dennis Leary wrote about you, I'm an asshole. That song was written about Scotty. Never heard it. Oh my God, you've never heard that song? Nope. I'm going to have to send it to you. Please don't. It's it's a good song. They used to play it on like 98 Rock when I was in middle school. But that means you're going to text me and I still haven't saved your number, so I'm going to be like, who the hell is this? That's crazy. Really? I'll just <laughs> I'll just send it to Tina and she can play it for you. I have his number saved. Okay, he's not your brother. Stay out of this. <laughs> okay. I'm still mad at him. <laughs> so no, you yeah, don't well. get spot my phone yet. I <laughs> I can be petty. It's my phone. <laughs> Alright, well. That one's your phone. I got the same phone. I'm still here. Saturdays. 
Yeah, th- that's pretty much it. We're the ones without a life. I'm driving. You still there, Allie? Sorry, I went to turn on the light for Zeus. He was in the dark. You're in the dark. And Tina's over there smiling in the dark, and all I see is her face. (laughs) And her teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, that reminds me of one of the funniest things I heard. Your name? I'm not going to tell y'all, because you don't deserve it. Funniest thing I ever heard was when 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 mom said that Scotty was related to us. I thought that was hilarious. I'm the only good son she has. I'm still looking for my people. Obviously, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Physically, mentally, or what? You hit the trifecta, okay? (laughs) Like I said, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, you screwed it up. You might as well go big or go home. You went big. Exactly. I mean, damn straight. Like genetic disorder and everything else. You know, mentally unbalanced. I mean, physically, Jesus. Unbalanced. You know, sometimes I feel like I feel bad for your mom for having so many boys, but I could only imagine how bad it had been if y'all were bitches. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. I just oh, tried to think of you guys so... as women, like, having met each one of you guys, and I would have just felt so bad for your mom. Even worse if you guys would have been, like, the ragged dragons and shit. Y'all would have been terrible. <laughs> gave up a lot earlier. Oh, God. <laughs> and then they would have multiplied. Multiplied by this point. Multiplied and multiplied and probably multiplied and multiplied. Yeah. That's a lot of math. You know, Nick would have had a lot of babies. He'd have spent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, too. You don't think Scotty would have had... Scotty would have had a couple kids by I don't now. I think he'd have had a lot of babies, but I think he'd have spent a lot of time on his back. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> you, you're saying it like he doesn't spend a lot of time on his back. No, he works all the time. On his back. <laughs> Still consider it work, asshole. 
Sex work is real work. Uh, all this profession, right? All this profession. Gotta be a reason why people still do it. Imagine if all of you guys were girls. Like, it probably would have started with Merle. Um, and he would have had y'all, like, he'd have had a house. As soon as y'all had been able to breed, he'd have had you working it. I'd say I'd, I'd be a... Scotty would have been a... If he was the oldest, don't tell me he would have been picking y'all out. Yeah. I, I, I could see that with Merle. He would have done lockdown like, this is my house, my girls are going to run it. <laughs> this is my neighborhood. I work these streets. Right. Me and my... <laughs> <laughs> And Allie's like, okay, Tristan's never listening to this podcast. Eventually, one day he will. It's like, oh my God, my mom did a podcast. I got to listen to it. No, I can't afford the therapy. You can't listen to it. I can't afford the therapy. I don't know how, like, you got those kids that. Am I hearing? It would just help if you just turn the Bluetooth on. What'd y'all do? Break it? I guess. That was loud. I don't know what they did. Here comes your mom's face out of nowhere. I guess they broke it. Well, we're still here. I don't know how they broke it. No, I can I can see something, but I can't hear nothing. Well, you wanna? Okay, here there. We need to do the podcast as a mobile podcast sometime. Everybody just drop around while we're doing the podcast. Excuse me. I had cookies and cream uh, candy bar and a cookies and cream uh, snack cake. All I need is cookies and cream ice cream. That sounds. Yeah, it does. Cookies and cream milkshake. I need to get some ice cream so I can break out my blender. I could not imagine you guys as girls. I don't want to. Well, that would mean that Raven would be a boy. <laughs> That's a strange. Y'all back, Tina? How far up do they have to go to get Derek? 
They had to go five hours. Damn. I think I'm hearing her phone around, but I'm not hearing much of else of anything. Yeah, I heard Scotty in the background, I think. But there's nothing that I didn't do anything, so why would I have to hit anything? Well, now it's working (laughs) at the like that time. (laughs) Well, you did something right somewhere along the line. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, it just stopped playing for the truck, so. We also got the well, we're at an hour and 12. Y'all want to go ahead call it an episode? Yeah, because my phone and crap starting to do things. All right, well, uh, we'll call it an episode. This is Nicholas, Litterbox, and we're out. Woo-ha! Everybody want to say bye? Bye. Later. Litterbox, unpolished and unapologetic, is a Falafel House production. Please check us out on Facebook and don't forget to like us and share and let everybody know about our Facebook page and comment about your favorite episode, what you like, what you dislike, who you miss hearing on the show. And when you check us out on Amazon, uh, Apple, whatever platform you're using, please like us on there. Thank you. I want to give a shout out to James and Jimmy of the Small Town Murder Podcast. Without them, the inspiration of me doing my own podcast would have never happened.